This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Republican Party is now calling on a Democratic state lawmaker to apologize for using portions of a hip-hop song from Jay-Z to indirectly call another Republican black lawmaker the N-word. State Representative Wandelin Given took to the House floor this week to berate State Representative Kenneth Pascal for his bill to codify parental rights. She did so by reading a portion of the song that leads up to a section that is laced with the N-word. Don't matter how you come in here, when you leave here, you steal one. When you sit down, you steal one. When you get up, you steal one. When you go to bed at night, you steal one. When you look in the mirror at yourself, you steal one. That's the story of OJ. Light-skinned, dark-skinned, you steal one. You're going to always be one when you walk up in here. And every day you wake up, don't you ever forget that. In stark contrast, State Representative Ernie Yarrow followed up Gavan's lyrics insinuation with this statement. The reason why this bill is important is because I think anybody who looks around can see that these rights are under attack. And there is much afoot at work today to destroy the sovereignty of the family. And it's funny how people will argue two sides. Right, So they're arguing for parental rights when it comes to chemical castration of the children, uh, transgender affirming care and chemical castration. But then the same people will turn around and argue that, that parents don't have the right to know the educational material of their children, that parents don't have the right to direct hands-on their values and their faith and their morals of the education. And so the reason why this bill is important is because the fundamental principle of parental rights is under attack. Now, ALGOP Chairman John Wall released a statement saying that the party strongly condemns Givan for her premeditated and inappropriate statements to a fellow member of the Alabama House. Wall says Pascal was vulgarly referred to with a term that is beneath the dignity and respect of any human being, and Wall called on Givan to apologize to Pascal immediately. An anti-ESG bill that was delayed apparently had outside forces involved in that delay. State Senator Dan Roberts offered a bill that prohibits the state government from entering into contracts with companies that apply ESG criteria to other companies that they do business with. Conservatives called the ESG policies a wokeness report card and not unlike the Chinese social credit scoring. That bill was moving through the Senate Fiscal Responsibility and Economic Development Committee when it was abruptly put on hold with no explanation. Now sources connected to the issue have told 1819 News that Birmingham-based Regions Financial and their company lobbyists as well as other executives were pushing back at the bill. Regions has defended the ESG agenda in the past. The Business Council of Alabama has also expressed opposition to this particular bill. Well, a bill that bans transgender athletes from competing in women's sports is gaining ground in the Alabama legislature. The bill was introduced by State Representative Susan DeBose and has already passed the Alabama House. The state Senate voted and passed the bill on Wednesday of this week. The bill did have some minor changes put into it, so that sends it back to the House before it heads to the governor's desk. Alabama already has a state law that prohibits an athlete from participating in a sports program that is not consistent with their biological sex. That is applied to public schools grades K through 12. This bill would apply to two and four-year colleges in the state. 
Supporters of the bill say that transgender women have an unfair advantage in competition by being stronger, faster, with larger bones, muscles, and hearts that hormone therapy will never undo, while opponents to the bill say it's an attempt to shame and discriminate against transgenders. Casey White was in court on Thursday of this week and entered a guilty plea for the escape that he and corrections officer Vicki White committed back in 2022. As a result of this plea, murder charges against Casey White for the death of Vicki White were dropped. Both Casey and Vicki White were caught by police in Indiana. That's when Vicki White died. Casey White met Officer White while in the Lauderdale County Jail awaiting trial for the 2015 murder of Connie Ridgway. In court, Casey White claimed that things had happened between the two, that they fell in love, and the escape was to create a new life somewhere else. The president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, Matt Clark, is weighing in on some upcoming Supreme Court rulings that will be issued starting in June. One of the cases comes from Alabama, and it was heard this past year. Merrill versus Milligan has to do with the congressional mapping and redistricting that was done to adjust to the 2020 census results. Clark says that this case is about whether lawmakers must make race the chief factor in how they draw up their district lines. Clark says looking at race above all other factors is problematic in light of U.S. and Alabama history. Another case, out of, another case out of Colorado has to do with religious freedoms. Another case out of Colorado has to do with religious freedom. 303 Creative versus Elenus has to do with a graphic designer, Lori Smith, who does not wish to use her artistic talents to promote same-sex weddings. Clark says the case has to do with whether the free speech clause of the First Amendment protects Smith's right not to speak on this issue. Clark says that the liberal justices on the Supreme Court are trying to make this about discrimination. Also of interest and importance is another case called Biden versus Nebraska, which deals with the student loan forgiveness plan that's coming from the White House. And Clark says that several cases have the potential to be game changers in religious freedom and free speech and that Alabamians should be praying for our justices to rule wisely and impartially. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the banking sector is looking kind of shaky these days as investors and depositors are scrutinizing every move and statement that's made. PacWest Bank Corps saw a sell-off and plunging of shares after they simply said on Wednesday that the bank was weighing strategic options and that their cash and available liquidity remained solid. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell also made a statement that the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient, which clearly did not convince investors. The market went into chaos by Thursday morning, with share prices falling from $6 to $3 overnight. In light of the sudden and unexpected collapse of three large banks since the start of 2023, Investors and depositors are not sure who is telling the truth about their financial situation. When it comes to lies, truth, trust, and the government, Joe Biden's primary challenger, Robert Kennedy Jr., is talking about the widespread corruption of government. RFK Jr. spoke on the Unheard podcast. And today, 22% of people, Americans, trust their government. 22% trust the media. And the reason we have all this blizzard of misinformation, what is called misinformation, is because people are looking for other sources of information that they can actually trust because the, the people who are supposed to be giving us good information are not. It's, it's, it's spin, it's propaganda, it's uh, government orchestrated, and, uh, and people know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows we were lied to about COVID. Everybody knows we were lied to about Vietnam. Everybody knows we were lied to about Iraq, weapons of mass destruction. You know, it's not this... 
my opinion about these agencies is not happening in a vacuum. Everybody knows that pharma lied to us about opioids and about Vioxx. You know, I mean, I, these are not like things that are conspiracy theories that, you know, Robert Kennedy is crazy because he thinks a, a corrupted FDA, you know, helped uh, the pharmaceutical companies uh, create the opioid crisis. This is, this is a fact that, it, that is well known, well documented, and that happened. And the question is, how are we going to stop it from happening again? And the answer to that is we got to start by telling the truth about it. The transgender child of U.S. House Minority Whip Catherine Clark has been sentenced to restitution payments along with 30 hours of community service and the requirement to write a letter of apology to a police officer assaulted last year. Jared Dow is the adult child of the Democratic Congresswoman. Dow is operating under the name Riley and is claiming to be a woman. Dow was part of a protest in Boston last January that involved vandalizing a monument and then behaving violently during the arrest in a way that injured the arresting officer. The Boston Municipal Judge made the ruling this week. The ratings for Fox News when it comes to the month of April are in, and the last few days of that month is when Tucker Carlson was unceremoniously ousted from the network. The ratings confirm that Carlson's show was the biggest draw for viewers on the network. He came in at almost double the other evening programs with 3.5 million. The day after the news of Carlson's firing, the viewership plummet was already underway, coming in at 1.4 million. Former Fox News host Megyn Kelly made a comment on social media about the recent ratings, calling it a bloodbath and saying that not even Bud Light lost this much of its customer base. And speaking of reactions, former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill is the soldier who shot and killed Osama bin Laden years ago. O'Neill is now reacting to the news that a drag queen has been chosen by the U.S. Navy as their digital ambassador and influencer. That drag queen is also an enlisted yeoman first class who claims to be non-binary. O'Neill put out a tweet that says the U.S. Navy is now using an enlisted sailor drag queen as a recruiter and I'm done. China is going to destroy us. I can't believe I fought for all this BS. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.